you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and today we are breaking down week eight. Quite a bit happened. Quite a bit. Um, so as I mentioned, uh, I, think, I think it was last week's episode, there were 16 games this week. This will be the... Um, you know, in the next couple weeks, weeks 9, 10, 11, all have 14. Week 12, we're back to 16, then 13, um, and then 15, and then back to 16. So this was the first week in a little while also that we did have all 16 team, all 32 teams, excuse me, playing. So it was nice to see everyone kind of playing at the same time. And, and really, it's a really good opportunity to kind of say, okay, you know, about halfway through the season, kind of where does everybody stand? Um Again, because every team played this week. So let's begin. Let's start off with Thursday night football, as we usually, as we not usually do, as we always do, actually. Uh, and let's break down the Bills win over the Bucks. So listen again. You know, pretty cut and dry game here. I don't really feel. Uh, I put this. I don't really feel like this game was particularly surprising in terms of its result. I think the Bills led pretty much the entire way. I thought they looked good. I didn't think they looked great. Um, you know, listen, I think the bar for for what a team, you know, looks like to be, hey, like this is a Super Bowl team versus, hey, this is a, you know, a, a certain playoff team, but, you know, how far will they go in the playoffs? I think the Bills right now are below that bar. I just I don't I don't see um I don't see enough in them where I look at them and say, oh, you know, this team is definitely a Super Bowl contender. I mean, I don't I don't really know how you could make that claim. Uh they're they're not. They're not they're not. Uh because they're just not playing well enough. You know, you win a home game over the Bucks by six points. It doesn't exactly strike me as like, wow, you know, that's a super impressive victory. I didn't think they looked. The Bills looked bad. I didn't think the Bucks looked bad. I think this was exactly the type of game that I would have predicted going in, um, at least in terms of the outcome and the way it played out. Obviously, again, you know, teams every week will surprise me. Teams will disappoint me. Uh, neither of these teams really meant either of those. Either of those. Um, Groups, I would say. This is exactly what I. I don't think the Bucks are a very good team. I think this game proves that they're they're good defensively, probably above average. But 
know, Baker's really struggled. And I think the Bills are, are solid. They have a good enough offense. Their defense is good enough. But really is not not much is happening in Buffalo. And until something changes, I really, I really can't change my opinion. Again, you know, Josh Allen's playing well, but is he playing like unbelievably well? No. And is he playing well enough to win a Super Bowl? Like, yes, he is by the letter of the law. But he's not playing well enough, I think, to realistically lead them to a Super Bowl. I could win one. It's possible. But I don't, I don't think the way he's playing right now is indicative of a team that is, you know, going to play in the Super Bowl. Um, again, the Bills defense, I thought, looked a little bit better. But all in all, you know... Not that not that much surprised me about this game. Not that much I felt was good. All right. Let's move on. Cowboys defeated the Rams 43 to 20. Um this was probably one of the Cowboys' best performances of the season. You know, I know people say, oh, but Matthew Stafford got injured. Yeah, but the Cowboys were up big before Stafford got injured. Uh so you know, I really don't take that into consideration whatsoever. The Cowboys dominated this game pretty much start to finish. I thought they looked really good, especially in the first quarter. And I think, you know, again, when they provide Dak Prescott with a lead, I mean, he is really good with a lead and he's really good when the game is tied. Uh, He's been the best quarterback so far this season when the game is tied, according to PFF. And you know what? It's a really big win. I mean, listen, it's one thing to, you know, win at home, versus the Rams, but I think the manner in which they did win was impressive. They won by 23 points in, in a game that was not very close whatsoever. That you got you gotta give them props for that. Now, does this mean that the media and that the Brow or and that the Cowboys should be automatically declaring themselves Super Bowl contenders? No. I mean it's the Rams. I think we've all figured out now that they're what the Rams are. They're exactly what I said about them last week. Now this team is good. They're not very good. They're okay. They'll do some things well. They'll they'll you know they'll beat the really bad teams. Or you know keep some games close. But they're they're not going to be very good. And I think at this point, you know they're three and five. They're probably going to finish. I don't know eight wins, something like that. I mean that's kind of where I peg them right now. It just doesn't feel like this this Rams team uh, has a lot of juice in the tank gas in the tank and you know if Stafford's injured I think that really changed the dynamic obviously you know this offense has you know it has the potential I I really don't know why they're having so as much trouble as they are um and you know again the defense like listen they, they have talent but not enough talent so you know big one for the Cowboys I still think that they're I mean they're probably a top five NFC team, I think, right now. Maybe top six. I mean, the best teams I see in the NFC right now are Eagles, Niners, Lions, uh, Seahawks. And then, then probably the Cowboys. I mean, that's the group. There's really – I don't think there's any uh, – yeah, I don't think there's any challenge for to, to, to make it into that group. That, that that really is what it is. Um, and you know, again, the, the Matt Stafford injury is concerning. Obviously, I want to see more about that, but you know, it is what it is. The Rams just aren't very good. Okay, moving on. 
Tennessee defeated the Falcons 28 to 23. Uh, you know, quite the surprising win for me. You know, I listen, I think Atlanta, I don't think Atlanta is a very good team. I don't think Arthur Smith is a very head coach, very good head coach. Um, but I picked them last week because I said to myself, well, you know, listen, the quarterback play for the Titans has been so bad. Um I really can't pick a backup quarterback to go. But, you know, Will Levis had a great game. I mean, listen, that's the type of thing that we were I was looking for with with DeAndre Hopkins to get involved. You know, I'm really I'm not sure you know why they we can't run this offense with Tannehill. Um I, I really don't know. Maybe he's just not making the reads he should be. I, I don't really know what it is, but you know, with the way Levis played last week, you definitely have to give him another opportunity to play. I mean, that was uh, one of the most impressive rookie performances I've ever seen. Uh, that was fantastic. All props to him. You know, obviously, a lot of games to be played, a long career, hopefully, to be had for him. But let's so let's pump the brakes on, you know, any sort of judgment beyond. Hey, he played really well in week one. We really like the way his arm looks. It's it's week one. Plenty of quarterbacks have had a great week like that in the past. I'm, I don't want to set high expectations for him. I don't want to set low expectations for him. I don't want to set any expectations for him. I want to see how he goes out on a short week and plays against a good defense in Pittsburgh. Like That's that's going to be a big test for him. Uh, Desmond Ritter is still the worst quarterback in the NFL. I mean, this is another one of those games where you, you put a guy, you know, like Ryan Tannehill in Desmond Ritter's position, they probably win this game. It's just a fact. I mean, the Fla- the Falcons are just not a very good team uh, because of Desmond Ritter. I think the team around Desmond Ritter is actually quite good. I think the defense is underrated. I think the offense is underrated. But when you have a quarterback who really is not very good at throwing the football and who makes a lot of poor decisions, and I, I genuinely feel like he's just not going to go out there and get you wins sometimes, yeah, I mean, you're going to lose games like this. And – that's part of it. And you know what? I know you know he's in concussion protocol, but Heineke looks so much better than Desmond Ritter did. And I, you know, I know Arthur Smith is going to stick with him for whatever reason. Uh, I don't really know why. It's not like you have to be married to Desmond Ritter. You're probably going to go out and get a quarterback anyways before the start of next season because you can't have a team with you know this sort of talent be playing as poor as they are. I mean, seriously, the fact that Kyle Pitts is underutilized as he is, you know, Bijan is the same thing. I mean – it's just unacceptable, I think. Uh, the Titans, you know, move to three and four. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, obviously, injuries can always change that. But, you know, listen, the Titans still are, I think, fundamentally not a very good football team. And they really struggle defensively uh, against any sort of competent quarterback play. And I think that, you know, if you can cover DeAndre Hopkins, you know, this team is going to have a rougher go of it. Um, but hey, you know, Levis played really well. Love to see what he's going to bring out for the start of week nine on Thursday Night Football. Okay. Dolphins defeated the Patriots 31 to 17. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for the Patriots. Listen, I, I did have hope after that Bills game. Of course. I mean, how could you not have hope after, you know, you beat the Bills in that sort of fashion? That's, that's only uh, reasonable. But, you know, this was. A, a, a very disappointing loss because there were moments where I felt like, hey, you know, this is, you know, the Patriots really could win this game. Um, but a couple bad calls, there were two really bad calls that I felt led to Miami points. And you might be saying, 
you know, Michael, let's not blame the refs. You know, there are plenty of calls that go throughout the game that, you know, whatever happens, blah, 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 blah. And that's absolutely correct. Listen, I'm not blaming the referees here. I think the refereeing wasn't good at all. Uh, but the Patriots still lost this game. And listen, I think that Tyree Kill uh, pass interference in the end zone, uh, that was that was just a really bad call. There was no pass interference. It was on either third or fourth down. The Vic- I think I'm pretty confident that the Dolphins would have kicked it because of where they were on the field. Um, and then obviously the Raheem Mostert fumble that wasn't a fumble, even, you know, the rule in the NFL, and I've seen this before, is if the whistle's blown, the play's dead. If not, you keep playing. And Mostert got the ball punched out and they ruled forward progress, yet there was no whistle. And that's really confusing to me as to why that happened. Uh, but, you know, again, I think the Dolphins deserve to win this game and the Patriots just, they're just not. They're not figuring it out, and I think a lot of that, again, is due to the fact that this offense is flat-out terrible. I mean, listen, you don't have any wide receivers. You know, I, your your wide receiver, you know, one just got injured, and Kendrick Bourne's not a wide receiver one. He's, at best, a, a low-end wide receiver two. Um, you know, Devontae Parker sucks. Uh, their run game is continuing to, to decline as the season goes on. Uh, Demario Douglas is not involved enough. You know, there were good moments for the Patriots that they opened up and they had the lead, but this is just one of those games where, you know, the defense played well, but it wasn't good enough. Mac Jones threw another bad interception in the red zone or, 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 you know, on the other side of the field, which again, inexcusable. And you know what? Like the Dolphins play better. Now, should we go out and say the Dolphins are a top five team? No, they haven't beat a winning team in 394 days or five days or whatever it is. Like, until the Dolphins beat multiple teams with a winning record, I don't really want to hear anything about them because it doesn't really mean anything until they do that. Because uh, the both teams that they've lost to this season have had a winning record. Let's see what they do in Germany on, on Sunday morning. If they beat the Chiefs Sunday morning, then we can have a different conversation about it. But until that point, I'm not really going to talk about the Dolphins in that sort of manner. All right, the Vikings defeated the Packers. So, you know, this really doesn't matter. This is a meaningless result because, you know, Kirk Cousins is injured. He's done for the season, torn Achilles, done. Um, obviously, you know, personally, really tough to see that happen. I mean, we all know I'm a big Kirk Cousins fan. I'm very honest about which players I like, which players I don't like. Um, and that's strictly based off of personality. I don't, you know, I, I root for all NFL players just because I think that, you know, these guys have already worked so hard. You know, they deserve to uh, – you know, they deserve success, and, you know, obviously not every player can have success, but you know, it doesn't mean I'm going to root against them. But I, in particular, I do root for Kirk Cousins, so this was a a devastating loss. I mean, seriously, the guy's having arguably the best season of his career. Vikings move back to 4-4. Four and four. He's in a contract year. Uh, you know, they're, they're the, the Vikings, even if, you know, they make the playoffs at this point, which... I mean, does it really even matter? It doesn't matter. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it, you know, the Vikings made a trade for Joshua Dobbs, which, you know, why? I mean, seriously, does it really matter whether you have Joshua Dobbs or not? Uh, even if you make the playoffs by some miracle, you're not going to win a round. So I don't really understand what Questy's logic is. I would personally just be like, hey, let's give this kid Evan Hull a shot. He's a rookie. Why not? Um, and then if Nick Mullins gets back healthy, then you can start him. I mean, there's really no reason to 
uh, you know, trade for a guy to make the playoffs because you're not you're not going to win anything in the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I said that they should look for another QB if there was a good one to be had, and the trade deadline came and went, and you know they didn't make any moves besides Joshua Dobbs. Um, I think the Packers. I mean, listen again. I think at this point we can just you know I've said it before. I'll say it again. Josh or Jordan Love is not a good quarterback. He's not a good football quarterback. Packers are not a good team. They put up ten points this week at home versus the Vikings. It's not like the Vikings have a particularly good defense, but the Packers suck. Um, you know, it's not all on Jordan Love. Some of his receivers definitely dropped some passes, but he also missed a lot of throws. So you know, not a lot good happening with him right now. Um, just really upset about Kirk and, you know, it sucks. It sucks for him because he, he works so hard to take care of himself and it's just a, just a tough loss. All right. Saints defeated the Colts. I, I don't really understand new Orleans at this point. I mean, they're, they're four and four and I, I just, I don't, I don't understand how they are four and four because their team one week will look terrible. One week will look great. And I don't really even know what to say. A uh, really solid win over Indianapolis in Indy. Um, you know, I don't think Derek Carr is a very good quarterback, but he played certainly. He certainly played very well. Uh, the Colts are pretty much what we thought they would be, although their defense is a little bit worse than I would have thought. Um, their offense is a little bit better than we thought, but another three and five. You know, exactly what we would have expected. Um, you know, both middle teams. I think the Saints, you know, they have a shot at winning the division. Um, I think the Colts don't have a shot at making the playoffs whatsoever. They're just not a very good football team. And, and you know, maybe they'll be coached better as the season goes on. I don't know. It's hard to evaluate them with kind of a, a mediocre offense and you got a backup quarterback in. It's just tough to evaluate. All right. The worst football game of all time. The Jets defeated the Giants. 13 to 10, uh, you know, Tyrod got injured. So we got to see Tommy DeVito noted Syracuse legend uh, throw for, I think negative one passing yards he completed two of seven. I mean, he was terrible. Uh, this is one of the worst games I've ever seen. The jets won it. Did they really deserve to win it? I don't know. I mean, Graham Gano missed a 35 yard field goal, which I don't even know how that happens. Just he's had a really, really bad season. I don't know if that's the kicker or him, or if it's the holder. Whatever it is, something with him is is not is not right. The Jets, you know, they do enough. Just once again, they're four and three. Not a very good four and three, but they're four and three. They've won four games. Zach Wilson didn't play well, but you know, hey, listen, in the moment when they needed him the most. He drove them down, got them into field goal range, kicked a field goal, and then in overtime, they got into field goal range again and, and ended up winning the game. So, listen, you know, if again, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, it's it's moot anyways. But if he does and they're in contention, I mean, that's, that's a, a massive job done by Zach Wilson and this team to, to kind of get this team there. All right. The Jags defeated the Steelers 20 to 10. Yeah, so this was an upset of mine. I had picked the Steelers to win. They didn't. I mean, more Matt Canada nonsense. Just such a bad offensive coordinator. Kenny Pickett goes down with an injury. I mean, it's just an unmitigated disaster for the Steelers offensively. 
Defensively, they played pretty well. I mean, giving up 20 to Jacksonville is pretty good. Uh, they held them to a lot of field goals, which, again, very good. But, you know, once again, the Steelers get in their own way. They have, they're still having a lot of trouble moving the ball down the field. Their running game is just so bad. Um, it looks like Kenny Pickett will start in Week 9 on Thursday Night Football, so at least that's good for them. But this is a tough loss. So that this is a very winnable game. Uh, Jacksonville, on the other hand, listen, they're looking great. I think they're, you know, encroaching on on a top five team in the AFC. They've certainly played like it this past month. Uh, they had five games in the month of October. They won all of them, I think. So you know, really solid from Jacksonville. They're six and two. Um, you know, they're the only team with a winning record in their division. The rest are all three and four and three and five. So more than just the inside track on the division win this year. They they seriously um seriously look as if they're gonna win it, which you know I I predicted, I expected, uh not much of a surprise whatsoever. So, you know there we go. That's that's uh <laughs> that's all we gotta say, really, I think. Um so yeah. You know, Steelers don't look great. Jaguars do. All right, the Eagles defeated the Commanders 38-31. to You know, your typical Commanders-Eagles nonsense happened. Uh, you know, Sam Howell played another great game against the Eagles. I thought the Eagles looked solid. Again, their secondary is really concerning me at this point. It's just, it's just not very good. But neither of the Commanders, they just traded away Chase Young and, and Montez Sweat. So they've pretty much officially given up defensively you know one of the worst defenses in the league for arguably having the best defensive line in the league so you know i think riverboat run probably going to be done by the end of the season if not earlier than that it just the commanders are just not a good team they're not very well run i think that they're kind of grooming eric the enemy to be that next head coach uh because at least the offense is somewhat working again though brian robinson still not getting touches for whatever reason Good win for the Eagles. Nothing special. All right, the Panthers defeated the Texans 15-13. to Now, listen, props to the Panthers. Get their first one of the season. Bryce Young gets his first one of the career. You know, Texans, Panthers, you know, both. I thought the Texans might be okay before this week. I just don't think both are, you know, very good. Rookie quarterbacks are developing nicely. Again, there's no expectations for either of these teams. So, like, let's, let's pump the brakes. We don't really need to... Like, I don't know. We don't really need to get into it. We don't really need to evaluate these teams that much. I don't think either because, again, like, again, it's it's this team. Like, it's these teams. It's these quarterbacks. We just, we really don't need to, uh, we really don't need to do that because there, there's really nothing to evaluate. Neither of these teams are really trying. So let's leave it at that. Uh, Seahawks defeated the Browns 24 to 20. Again, you know, good win for Seattle. They needed a game winning drive to do it, but they got it done. And the Browns aren't terrible, but they really need a quarterback. They're just a lot of teams in the NFL that just strike me as just not very good this season. Maybe that's just me, but. I feel like that's kind of a common um, 
uh, not a common opinion, but a, a pretty common idea just because I feel like the play just hasn't been that good. I mean, seriously, can, can, can someone really tell me, hey, you know, the play this year has been spectacular? Not really. Not really. Not really. The play this year has been, you know, pretty, pretty bad. Um, I think that Gino, you know, this, the, what he said for himself last season, he hasn't quite achieved that this season. Obviously, the Seahawks are playing well, but I don't know. It just feels like they're just, they're not where they should be. Obviously, again, they signed, they traded for Leonard Williams, so hopefully that will give them a boost defensively. But the Seahawks, they're, they're getting better. They need to keep getting better. All right, the Broncos defeated the Chiefs 24-9. Uh, this was f- the first win the Broncos have had over Patrick Mahomes in his entire career. So that should tell you what you need to know about the Browns, or, or excuse me, the Broncos over the past, you know, six, seven seasons. Um, Kind of a fluke game. You know, listen, there was some snow. But again, this, this game shows the Chiefs' reliance on Travis Kelsey. They're just too reliant on him. On the other hand, you know, the Broncos, listen, they've gotten a little bit better over the past few weeks. I still don't think they're a very good team, but credit where credit's due, they're looking a little bit better. They're 3-5. and five. They're not exactly spectacular, but they're winning games. They're doing important things, so credit where credit's due. They got the win. Ravens defeated the Cardinals. Again, you know, you're kind of typical, you know, Ravens kind of, Dominate most of the game. Cardinals keep it close, but never really threaten. You know, exactly what we expected from these two teams. Joshua Dobbs, as I said, was already traded. So it's going to be either Clayton Toon or or Murray going forward for the 1-7 Cardinals. Again, they're not very good. They're not terrible, but they're just not very good. Um, And the Ravens probably, I would say, maybe the best team in the NFL right now. Listen, I think they're playing like it. They're winning convincing games. They're playing good football the past few weeks. They're 6-2. and two. So I think them and this next team, the Cincinnati Bengals, who have, again, slow start into you know a few straight wins. They just beat the Niners in San Francisco by 14 points. Burrow's best game of the season for sure. The 49ers secondary, again, continues to struggle. They're not really getting that pass rush. Party's looking a little bit worse. No Debo Samuel. Jamar Chase is looking good. The defense for the Bengals is looking good. They're really finding their stride. So the Bengals looking really good. Um, San Francisco heads into the bye week on a three-game skid. I assume they're going to figure a lot of it out. I still believe in Purdy. I still believe in this 49ers team. But called it. The Bengals going in there. looked like they were going to get the win, and they did. All right, final two games. Chargers defeated the Bears. The Sunday Night Football again expected win. Chargers looked a little bit better than I thought they would. They actually played up to expectations. Herbert looks good. Bears suck. We know this. Nothing else to go through really. And then finally, the Lions again. They beat the Raiders by twelve points. Um, even with like a pick six, the Lions still were able to win. Um, they threw the pick six. Again, I thought they looked good. Really, really solid team. Good home win. You know, just flying under the radar. I think they're doing a lot of the right things right now. So, you know, get the big win. All right. 
There we go. That is week eight. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.